With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello! Happy birthday to you! Oh, yeah. I, Happy first birthday. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Broads, you're going to be listening to this, um, and it'll be Tuesday, but we're recording this, and it is Becca's birthday, the queen. How do you feel? Minus like your nothing. prom wave. Like nothing. I'm not celebrating this year. I'm on strike because... <laughs> Tell us why. Because this is my second year in a row, sober on my birthday, and it's <sighs> stupid. And shout out to all you sober broads out there because birthdays are stupid <laughs> if you're sober. <laughs> no, that's not true. But this can be really fun. But I just this year I was like I don't really want to do anything if I can't drink And you may think that's immature But I don't care Is next year going to just be I was really thinking about it So I don't know about berserk But like I was thinking about it Because I was really just bummed out And I was like wow we didn't do anything like big for Ruth's We did some nice stuff And we're not really I mean Grayson and I are going to like a really fancy Two Michelin star restaurant So that'll be fun fun. And it's supposed to be like quite an experience Um, It's called Vespertine Have you heard of it? It's in Culver City. I've I've don't I've heard the name. Yeah, but it's supposed to be the Michelin restaurant. I don't an experience. Sam, I had to book it out. Um, uh, like the the reservations open up at the beginning of the month on the first day, so I had to go on like the morning of February first. Oh, go book it out. Is the restaurant we went to that one time a Michelin restaurant? No, (laughs) we were impressed. (laughs) Beck and I once went to this restaurant, and it was like four. We like didn't know and it was like a 14 course meal with like oh the, yeah the it was tiniest, so fun it was so much fun and we could each get a bite of it and we didn't yeah, like and we didn't portions. like like 80 percent of it but it yeah. was it was delicious. it was interesting it was so it was interesting I, I, I had a, i had a good time with Me it too. anyway so that's what this place is like so we're doing that but i was getting kind of bummed out about that and i was like whatever like Next year, like, we'll just do something. I don't know if I'm going to have, like, a big party because also now, like, I don't know. I'm in a weird place where I don't want to have a party unless I have, like, a bunch of friends. And I don't feel like I have a lot of friends right now in the area. So I'm like, that's dumb. I'm not going to invite, like, seven people. I'm going to invite 30 or no one. (laughs) So that's kind of where I'm at. So next year, I've got to start making more friends or or reconnecting with my old friends in for it's number 26 it's hard when you're when you're um i live far away and you live far away and not very many of my friends are moms and i just feel lame all the time so well if you let me next year i'm gonna plan an insane bash well i'll probably do multiple parties we're gonna be doing a birthday month of sorts okay that's good No, but i was thinking that my like, party will win. Well, Bruno I, Mars this will be playing. This is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. You're Nick's going to do a strip tease. You're going to pick my all. Yeah. 
For a second, my immediate thought when you say Nick, I'm thinking Nick Lang. And I'm like, ew. Nick Lyle's going to pop out of the cake. Also, ew. I don't want either of them doing strip teases for me. You're going to plan like a girl's weekend. Yes. And then I'll probably plan like, I don't know. It's got to be something really over the top though. Anyway, so all that being said, I will ex- I will accept gifts of money and value from anyone who wants to bestow them upon me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, I did get you something did you and really? it's not cash. And I'm like trying to think right now. I'm like, Becca, she's a sustainable broad. What do I get? the woman who is a sustainable queen. And so in the, uh, in the spirit of Are you presenting it in the spirit now? Of, of, um, the romance of the bachelor, I've bought you a star, a star for me. And its name is queen broad, Becca fucking Martinez. Wow. And it is orbiting. It is in the Pegasus constellation. Wait, let me conjure up my fake bachelor tears. <laughs> Do a Hannah Ann for us. Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann had real tears. At the end when she was like, ah, 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 ah. maybe not. I was thinking more McKenna. Oh. Do the McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just <laughs> No one's ever done anything like this for me. Wow. <laughs> Wait, let me see it. I put I let star certificate and I didn't have them print a certificate because I didn't want them to use the paper. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Becca question mark. Y'all can suck it because this is a grown ass woman and mother who is thriving. Happy birthday. BXX Jess. You're the best. Look, everyone, if you're watching on YouTube, here's my digital star certificate. I will also be posting on my story. We will look at it. We will post the coordinates so all of you uh, astronomy broads can take out your telescope and check out Queen Broad Becca fucking Martinez, the star. I don't know what any of these coordinates mean, but that is so cool. I and I also got the coordinates tattooed on my ass. That's part two of the gift. (laughs) So much. So welcome. (laughs) Anywho, happy birthday. Good luck, Grayson, topping that one. Yeah, I know. I try to be as romantic as possible. I was gonna say an experience, (laughs) but a star is so above and beyond an experience. You're a star for a star. Thank you. You also did give me money for my birthday because you make me money every week with this podcast. Ta-da. Did you know Jess gets zero percent of the cut? Yeah, I'm not making any of it. <laughs> Just to be I in pay your her presence. A flat rate every every week, fifty bucks. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll take it. Anyways, wow. anyways, in that romantic spirit, I'm yeah. so ready to get into today's Let's episode. Let's get into it. Honestly, um, another dis- uh, another episode that didn't disappoint. Like, is there ever going to be one? Now, granted, the past two episodes were upsetting because of the amount of drama and how mean everyone was. Um, But they were still action-packed. I felt like I could sort of kind of breathe on this one, but there was a lot of moments where I couldn't. There was... Still. Again, now, every episode feels to me like there's a different air to it. And Peter just changed this episode. Did you you gather, like, pick up on this weird transition? It was like... Yes. He removed 
his bandage and the scar was there and he turned into like Batman. His like voice got a little deeper and he got squintier all the time and he was like skeptical about everything. Like mm-hmm. the scar has changed Peter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's savage now. He really is. He is like not taking anyone's bullshit. I don't understand. I, mean, I think he probably felt the way we felt when he dwindled all those people down and then he goes, oh, I have six women left. And yeah. like one of these six is supposed to be my wife, supposedly. True. I don't know. So let's get to the bottom of this. Let's get to it. Oh, should we talk tea really quick? Um, So a lot of people were sending messages about Hannah Ann. Did you get this? Where um, last week Hannah Ann said that she's never been in love. I thought this was stupid. I I was getting messages about it too. And then people were sending, you mean like the photos from Instagram with her boyfriend? So she has all these old photos of her boyfriend that that she brought up to Peter and she said they dated, I think, three and a half years. And she said she loved him in it. And now Peter or people are saying she's a liar. Listen, no, I'm be honest with you. I've you've never gone through the motions in a relationship and like thought everything was or even like, thought you were in love until sure. until all of a sudden you're over and you're, and you're like, like, that wasn't love. I didn't really. I think I just yeah. maybe I've I've uh, been with someone before where I was like, oh, I'm in love. And then I realized that I was just kind of obsessed afterwards and it wasn't love. And or I, sometimes you even know in the back of your head that it's not love, but they're in love with you and you're kind of just going yeah, going yeah, through the Yeah, when you like the person, you just say, I love you back sometimes. I mean, we've seen it play out on social media. And they I saw people sending, I think it was screenshots from his account where he was like, I love you so much, baby, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you've never been on the other end of a relationship like that? Yeah. Come on. I, I, She's young. I don't, like, think, I don't think she was like... They probably <clears throat> dated from like 16 to 19 or something like that. And also like, we saw Peter's reaction. It's not like when she said, I've never been in love, that he was like, oh, this is great. It made him nervous. Right. So I don't feel like she said that to woo right, him exactly. in anymore. What, what benefit would she gain from lying about that? I don't think anything. Nothing. Nothing. If anything, she could she could make up a story about how she was crazy in love and heartbroken, and devastated, and now she knows yeah. how serious she is about committing to someone. Yeah, that I don't know. Worked better in her favor. So, so I didn't think that. The other thing is the whole this okay. whole producer T. Okay, so. I don't Give know us if the I, don't, I, I don't know if like this may be categorized for some. It's just a theory that like fans have. But Should in we, case there's any kind of like you you feel like you don't want any kind of spoilers, skip ahead about three minutes. Okay, yes. I'm going to keep track of the time too, so you know to skip ahead about three minutes. This is your warning now. If you don't want to, we're not going to give away any spoilers. It's just sort we of don't like know behind any the spoilers. scenes stuff. This is just a theory that's being thrown around. Well, like the theory apparently like. Well, apparently reality Steve doesn't even know how it ends. I know. And like no one really knows how it ends. Which is so cool. So exciting. So people are came up with this theory that he is really with one of the Bachelor producers whose name is Julie LaPlaca. Mm-hmm. She's really sweet. I I don't was know she, her really well. Was she one of the producers um, she when you was, were on? She was on the other side, like how she is with Peter. Like oh, she's got it, got there's it. There's kind of like two sides. Got she it. was on the bachelor side but she's really sweet uh really really nice down-to-earth girl so people are taking they they spent she and peter spent new year's together uh and they were together went out to dinner with peter's family and with her and basically there's a lot of photos and a lot of stories of them together Mm -hmm. now one it seems to me that if they were together you would almost be really being very secretive about your time together. Right. You right, right, right. You would go out of your way posting. to not show photos of the family together, all yes, that kind of stuff. Yes, right? yes, so yes, yes. I just want to say that. Then there's some other, like, comments and things that people have sleuthed out. So... 
Uh, in one photo, it's of her, uh, Julie, on New Year's Eve in New York, and Peter's back is in the background. And Hannah B. commented and said, like, something like, wow, Julie, you're so cute. And then she said, I approve Hard Eyes Heart. Then I realized, looking at Julie's caption, Julie's caption said, like, back with my first love, New York. Like, right. she's talking about New York. So Hannah Ann's, I mean, Hannah B.'s just saying, like, I approve and I also of your got first the vibe, love, New York. And I also got the vibe of, like, that this is very cute. I approve. Like, just like, oh, it's cute. You look adorable. I approve. But I thought it was, she was saying she was, like, back with her first love, New York. So yeah. I think Hannah B. was saying, like, no, no, I approve That makes of total sense love, to me. York, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So... That one, I don't see that being evidence either. Also, Hannah B would be so dumb to comment, I approve, if she knew Julie was with Peter. Like, why would she screw her yeah. over like that? That doesn't seem... No, that would be surprising. She knows the, she knows the drill. She knows the game. That's, yeah, and, that's she's, and she's always been on top improbable. of, like, like, not, like, dropping spoilers or anything like that. Yeah. Then, though, the, there's only one part yeah, of it tell to us me. the one thing. The one thing is that there's a photo that Julie is tagged in. I'm not sure. I, I heard from from one source that it was a relative of Julie's and then one another source just said that it was random but it was of her and peter and the caption said something along like surprise ending indeed so that's that's the only kind of weird thing to me yeah unless it was like a joke or maybe just the person really was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't because because I will say this. I when I saw that theory circulating and then you were telling me, listen, when you're oh, a producer, yeah. I'll, I'll give the background on that. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like when you're a producer, you are heavily involved in someone's life. Yeah. Um, but when I first heard the, the theory, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. Like this might be this might be what it is. But. When we saw the the super uh, uh, super teaser at the end, where we see the final episode, yeah. and the way that Peter's reacting, this when like Chris Harrison's showing up and being like, none of us couldn't like would have known this. That doesn't feel like I replayed this final okay. scene thing yeah. multiple times, and I have a th- separate theory about that. Okay, but I do want to talk about the producer thing because. Uh, like when you're the lead, you usually have like one producer who is your person. That's and your if you person. go on Julie's account, she has a bunch of photos of her with Hannah B because that was like that was her, her person. Producer. And she has tons of pictures of her with like the different bachelor people yeah. that she's become very close friends with. So that and person's like, going to be your confidant, your best friend, the only person you can really trust in throughout the experience. And people saying like, look, they were together on New Year's Eve. I'm assuming that he was probably on like, uh, in Times Square doing something and she was there with him as his producer, like, because he was probably doing something with, like, the ball drop. Sure, or right? even I not. Mean, it's like a, I, I, coming out of the experience, it's like the, a person you can trust who understands exactly what you went through. So yeah. then you're going to have a really tight You hung bond. out with one of your, like, your favorite producer, I remember, yeah, a lot after I had, the show. I'd have him to my birthday party yeah. and we'd hang out as for yeah. Totally. You're, you you develop a really close connection, even more so when you're the lead of the show. And it's just that one-on-one mm-hmm. time all mm-hmm. the time. Totally possible to fall in love. I don't think that's what's going on here. Okay. That's and then you t- have another my- you have another theory that then we'll, we'll get yeah. to oh, and yeah. talk about. Okay, I'm excited. Because that, yeah, that to me, when I was re-watching it, because I re-watched it once, mm-hmm. and I was like, this doesn't feel like he's in love with a producer. Also, they are the way they're doing the order of these scenes in the super tease is 
creating kind of like a false narrative. Yes. Which, which we might as well, let's, 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 let's take a break. We'll it. dive into it. Okay. Okay. And I kind of want to talk right away of, though about these, about the, about the theory with that stuff. Okay. We'll get into okay. that in just a yes. moment. But first, um, let me just say this back in the day <clears throat> when I was in my teens, we never talked about skincare, but these days it seems like everyone is aware of the importance of it. I mean, this is the skin we're in. This is like our little earth suit. So it's nice to show it some love. And the newest way I'm showing my skin some love is making sure I get really good cleanser. Uh, for years, I didn't, and my skin missed out. It's very important, and my new favorite cleanser is Glossier's Milky Jelly Cleanser. I love the name of it. Me too. The Milky Jelly Cleanser. I don't know why. You know Glossier. We all do. We know it, and we love it for their makeup line that popularized the glowy, dewy skin look. But Glossier believes beauty starts with skin first, makeup second. And their Milky Jelly Cleanser really is it. It's luxurious, creamy, and it's a gel formula that makes washing your face an elevated experience. It washes away excess oil, dirt, and makeup, all while keeping your skin extra soft. And it's gentle on your eyes and great for all skin types. Uh, The Milky Jelly Cleanser is actually one of Glossier's top-selling products. People are obsessed, and after I tried it, so am I. In 2015, Glossier asked their community, what's your dream face wash? And then they took the hundreds of responses that they got as inspiration and went to work a year later milky jelly cleanser was released and you can tell that they listen to the people because it's everything uh the ph balance formula has a blend of five skin conditioners it's dermatologist tested hypoallergenic non-irritating cruelty and paraben free get that glowy dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash chatty you can learn more and take the quiz to find your ultimate glossier skincare routine plus all new customers will get 10% off their first order on glossier.com slash podcast slash chatty. Again, that's glossier spelled G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com slash podcast slash chatty. Glossier.com slash podcast slash chatty. Certain exclusions apply. So it's obviously important to cleanse that skin, but another way you can love on your skin is through vitamins and supplements and not just your skin. This helps your hair, your stress, your sleep, your heart, your overall health benefits greatly from taking your regular vitamins and supplements. And our favorite way to get our vitamins delivered straight to our door is through care of mm-hmm. care of makes taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals attainable at care of they're focused on the quality science and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. And all you have to do is take a short online quiz and answer some questions about your diet, health goals, lifestyle, and care of will recommend a list of vitamins and supplements specifically for you. And you can follow Care Of's expert recommendations, or you can adjust your pack at any time and receive whatever you want. It's totally up to you. Um, And if you're like me, the vitamin aisle can be extremely confusing, can make you feel all sorts of insecure because like, what the heck am I supposed to choose from? Uh, I got some issues and there are millions of bottles and options. And how am I supposed to know? Um, I didn't go to college Mm -hmm. for this. Well, because of Care Of's simple quiz, I now get exactly what I need and they come in the daily packs that have my name on them, which makes me more likely to take them because they're cute AF. And for me, I love that I can customize my own pack and just build 
build it from what I already know I want. Yes. And the individual eco-friendly packs are made of compostable films and there's tons of info on how to compost them on Care-of's site. Also remember Care-of also sells delicious protein powders that I absolutely love Mm -hmm. that are made of real ingredients you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. And for 50% off your Care-of order, which is a great offer, go to takecareof.com and enter code chatty50. That's 50% off your first Care-of order by going to takecareof.com and entering code chatty50. All right, let's get into it. So, yes, the final six are in Lima, Peru. Yes, they are. And let me say, I continued. I am loving this South American tour. I love all the dates. It's just fun. I feel like we haven't really stayed in one place for that. I feel like most of the other seasons, they they go all over the map. uh I'm enjoying that they're like staying in a similar area and traveling. Yeah, I wonder if if Peter wanted to do Central and South America. Yeah, I would imagine probably. He's like, I didn't want to do Cleveland, but I will take uh, (laughs) Costa Rica, Chile, and Peru. He was like, my number one goal was to get to Cleveland somehow. (laughs) After that, don't really give a shit. So long as we get to Cleveland. (laughs) They're going to end up in Cleveland for the rose ceremony, the final final proposal. meeting the family. I'm taking us back to Cleveland. We're going to go back to Cleveland. Um, But, and then Kelly, we hear her say that she wants to see alpacas and i have some news for you my friends there is a reason that they did not go on an alpaca date oh my god justin evan have the most dramatic i've never had this experience i i, I had a friend with an out al- with a llama and an alpaca farm well and i would be at their house all the time and i've never heard of this shit well i love well, an, i mean i've heard of it i but love I've, an alpaca first of all which is why i did this and i've been around alpacas a bunch but for evan's birthday um a couple weeks ago they witnessed i took oh. him to an alpaca farm with ember and we were just getting spit attacked. For some reason, these, these alpacas were stressed in your guys' presence. I don't and they know. Were getting I think loogies. Evan Evan intimidated them. And Evan, <laughs> like, I took him for his birthday and he walked away covered in green gunk. And I was like, I, of course, was fine. They were just I cuddly with me. And I was like, so sorry it. for your birthday experience. I had fun. They were targeting him specifically? Oh, yes. It must have been a dominance <laughs> thing. He was literally getting hacked, like, in his face, in his ear, all over By his multiples? Bu- oh, like a hundred. There was like 200 at this farm. What was he wearing? I'm like black. Who did- <laughs> like a like a faux leather jacket. Just nothing. Luckily it was leather because we could wipe some of those loogies off. But some of them. Maybe they thought it was real leather and they were pissed. Yeah, they were like. <laughs> we're, like we're friends with the cows. <laughs> you think that's cool, man? Anyways, when she said that, I literally was like crossing my fingers. I'm like, I hope they have an alpaca date and I hope they get spit on. Because gosh, alpacas are so cute. But they... You need a lot of baby wipes if you're going to be around them or they some sort of... They didn't ugh. really incorporate them. No. They did, no though. Alpacas. Do you remember when Becca got proposed to on Ari's season? Oh, yeah. The season yeah. that I was on. And there was like little alpacas roaming around in this yes. place where I would, she got I was surprised engaged. now looking back, there was a chance that they could have... On uh, Ari, Gross. which would have been fun. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> so I feel like we definitely were getting a different vibe immediately with less women. The girls finally seemed semi-amiable with each other. Yeah, it was not... Dra- like there wasn't any drama uh-huh. in, in in the group and it felt way smaller mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. um now do do the leads always facetime their parents i am i tripping or is i've never seen this happen i feel like maybe one other time like colton's but I no no i don't think colton ever facetimed his parents was facetime even around before then <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I mean that's so. that's a dumb thing but like colton 
I, I, I don't remember seeing this. I mean, I'm not surprised because he hasn't seen his parents now for a couple weeks. And that's yeah, probably the longest they've been away from each it's other It's been 17 ever. days. They've been marking it on the <laughs> okay. calendar. Barb is just... But uh, the conversation looked like they've been chatting very regularly, which I was kind of oh, confused by. Oh, they for sure. You know he calls his parents every single day. But he doesn't have a phone. And so I'm like actually kind of surprised that they're like, yeah, here, t- talk to your family. Oh, they don't let the lead like no. make calls well i mean i don't know about not making calls but he certainly doesn't have his phone so it's it was just kind of i'm like oh this is interesting he gets to just like chat it up with his mom that, about what's that, going on that might have been part of like his stipulations in the contract is like seriously. i need my daily family call seriously um but yeah of course barb gives the advice of believing what's in your heart and i'm like uh barb his radar may be a little <laughs> off so i don't know if you want to give him that advice <laughs> just a thought peter um, kind of seems like someone who's been told to follow his heart too many times i think that's probably he might as well just have that tattooed across his chest because you know barb puts him to sleep every night tucks him in it's just like believe in your heart you can do anything you want to do and be with anyone you want to be gives mm-hmm. him a kiss on the forehead and then we're like yeah but what about your radar though mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. um after that call yes peter's talking about his his shit and it was it he the reason why he's been man, not manipulating, but extorting these women's tears and emotional displays is he says, you know, just cause I'm falling doesn't mean they're falling too. And that absolutely terrifies me. Yeah. So he's got to really make sure these women are going to, you know, put their head on a platter for him. Yeah. It was interesting <clears throat> that he, all the, like I said, there was like a shift in this episode and you see it, maybe it's his fear that all of a sudden, his guard went up this episode to me in a lot of ways. And I don't know if that's because he's getting nervous because he doesn't want someone who's going to bail on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he was interviewing these women mm-hmm. this episode to the max. Um, so I want to also say this. I fully forgot about Kelsey until like the episode started. And I keep forgetting about her and feeling like this girl could I I've never included her in the top two, but the more I see of her and their relationship, the more I'm kind of like, um, definitely maybe was, this could be a top two situation. Definitely was thinking about that after their date. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I just, I, I was, I was always, I forget about her and then there's the drama and I don't give her the credit with their relationship. And it's always kind of like, well, I could see him. I don't know. Well, I have some analysis on Kelsey okay. and I'm just yes. really looking. So yes, um, I'm ready to get there. There's so much stuff I'm ready so to talk stuff. about. Okay. Well they get the date card. Madison gets the one-on-one poor Natasha. Well, he sh- he's there. Isn't he? He, and doesn't he say, cause he, he shows oh, up. Oh yes. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. And, uh, and yeah. And I felt for Natasha, it's just yeah. like, okay, everyone has had a, a date now at this point. Victoria F has had two and Natasha is still not getting the first date. Well, so this happened with, Kendall, she was the only one to not get a one-on-one and went to hometowns without ever having a one-on-one. I forgot about that. That was, that was pretty crazy. She did have a two-on-one with Crystal that she like survived, (laughs) but then she had to be on a three-on-one with me and Tia. So, but she made it to hometowns without ever having a one-on-one. Wow. That's, yeah, I totally forgot about that. That's Uh, crazy. But yeah, I I definitely felt for Natasha too, but I was like, girl, you got two more one-on-ones, you'll be fine. And she's, I I, want to say before we even like get more into it, that Natasha impressed me like to the max on this episode. Oh, she was great. She was so 
she was so damn classy through the whole situation that in this particular, having dealt with all the drama over the past few weeks and not getting any one-on-one time and then handling it the way that she did at the end, I was very impressed. Yeah. Um, all right. So Madison. Um, well, first of all, I was immediately triggered because she said after getting a date card, marriage is something you do one time and that's your person forever. And I'm like, well, Madison, that situation doesn't fucking apply to everyone because some people end up in abusive relationships that they need to leave. And some times people's partners die and they get married twice. And that's the shit that happens. I was triggered numerous times (laughs) on this date. And I do believe that when Madison makes these comments that there is, it's not done in a way that's in any sort of like, ill intent but it's more like she's been fed the same lines over and over and over again without actually thinking about maybe what they might mean the implications of yes i 100 i think that madison is a good-hearted person yes yes i I want to say this and say it loud and clear for everyone before we talk about this because i think madison does have like good intentions with the things that she pursues i do believe that I do too. And I think regardless of the whole genuine and real debacle, I think <laughs> which that is she's still really weird which to me. Still is a very strange thing. But let's just say that wouldn't have even ever okay. happened. I do think that she is a lovely she seems like a lovely person. All the girls like her. I think that's very telling in the house when there's been so much drama that all the girls do like Madison. I think someone even said that. Like no one doesn't yeah, I like think, Madison. I think Kelsey was like, yeah, everybody loves her in the house. So I, I, I think that that's very telling. Um, but yeah. I think you're right. Like I, I don't think she always uses critical thinking and is sort of like uh, maybe a bit misguided mm-hmm. at times. Because even like blanket statements like marriage is something you do one. I was just thinking about it now. I'm like, but what if your partner dies and you're just never going to get married yeah, again? Or but like, or what if you just get divorced and you get married, remarried? Well, i looking at from the christian perspective (laughs) the very evangelical christian perspective where divorce is only okay if you're like escaping an abusive situation yes uh but so even in that perspective though i'm like people die or you could be in an abusive situation or you may just not be happy and they may not be your person anymore which is fine that's but. Also, it's gonna be okay <laughs> but her date starts and i'm just like first of all just like wow her hair is luminous and waterfally and my alopecia is like i will cut it off and wear it around to feel what it's like to glisten like a princess <laughs> oh. what is it like to have that flowing hair meanwhile and i texted you about this morning all i could focus on is when they were doing the b-roll of her putting on her makeup and i was like no not a, another coat of mascara <laughs> you really don't need that girl <laughs> No, no, you don't need six coats of mascara on your bottom lashes. One was fine. It looks like there's four. Two you have fine. four bottom lashes and they're giant. Please stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but they are, they're cute. You know, right they're when they very see cute. each other, you, you can see they have a connection. Even though she doesn't notice that Peter's little cement head is, is gone. And he right away is like, Hey, did you notice it's gone? <laughs> like when a, when a wife's like, "Did you do you notice anything different about me?" He's like, "I got my hey. hair cut." He's like, "It was the first thing he like brought up to every girl on each date." It was well, like, "What do you Check think about out. this?" I think he loves it. Oh, I love it. It on looks him. good, honestly. Like, I was. This is the first episode ever that I've been attracted to Peter. Number one, Scarhead. Number two, his now like kind of squinty, skeptical ass self. I'm a little mm-hmm. bit like, "Nah, you're cute." 
Although his scar head is from the dumbest thing That's ever. true. That would be hard to make eye contact with that and be like, ah, golf cart wine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but they were, yeah, they're super cute. So they're going through Peru and immediately I'm like, Madison's probably like, oh my God, I totally was planning on going on a mission trip here. <laughs> probably. That was my first thought as she was looking around. There definitely was a conversation of like, Oh, Peter, I, uh, my like dear friend, Jean, she came here. She had a mission, mission trip here. She was here for like six weeks, helped make bags. I would normally go on a date trip to like, you know, France, but, <laughs> and, and normally I would pray for people in a place like this, but this is cool. What if they did a prayer walk around the city? You're triggering me. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> triggered um, but uh yes so okay when we, they're in the boat are you gonna is this what you're gonna talk to me about what is happening why does he look like dylan clinging onto hannah for yeah mm -hmm. i wrote in my notes giving me dylan vibes he peter is suffocating this girl literally oh, don't worry i'm gonna make a <laughs> meme about it because i got the this screenshot that is unbelievable he Jessica? has his leg one leg is Oh, in her face. She is like, why are you holding me like no, this? His, he has one leg wrapped around her. His head is in her bosom. He's practically nursing. My God. Like, it is so aggressive. He, well, at first, when they're in the boat, I'm like, wow, he's, he's really holding on to her. And then it cuts away to this full body shot. And he's smothering. He's trying to, like, uh, he's trying to be in her. Like, not in a sexual way, but he's trying no. to, like... um you know what's it called he wants to become Symbi one. symbiosis yeah like he wants to become one he truly wants to become like one energy <laughs> together and her the way that she was looking was just like giving me this reminder of like it, it felt like when ember is trying to cuddle with me and i love her but i'm wearing a new white blazer and she's like dripping with snot and like covered in ink somehow and i'm just like i love you but let go like that's probably how remember how ember wasn't cuddly when she was little that's probably was then opposite it was reverse i was smothering yeah. her yeah she oh, cuddles gosh. now that's good she does it's so cute Ruth literally me. only cuddles when she's nursing or when she's in, so tired she can't lift her head up otherwise if you try to like hold her, yeah she's in her, that she's age like, yeah it, it might change because ember in the past six months all of a sudden just wants to cuddle me and i am alive that's it great. Has made parenting Congratulations. Just, thank you so much. It's made my life a lot more satiating. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, also, as they're just, I mean, as he is holding her, did anyone notice his hands? Did you notice Peter's hands this episode? I've never noticed them. Maybe someone else has been noticing this. Maybe this is some famous what meme that's going hands? around that I'm missing. They are the hands, the most, the most untouched hands of a tiny boy monarch i've ever seen who has never never not worn like white gloves <laughs> since he came out of the womb these are Delicate. the hands they are they are i mean they're gorgeous they are untouched take note next episode check out his hands or when he's proposing you're like have they've never seen the light of day they've always been in a pair of gloves have you seen the video of the hand model have you seen the hand model video on no. youtube 
oh, I got to show you after. But it's this woman who's a hand model. And she says, she goes, these hands have never seen the light of day for about mm, 10 years. And she walks around like this. This is Peter. <laughs> Check out his hands in the next episode. I swear to God. And you you better believe when he's flying those planes, he's not letting the sun touch those hands. Those <laughs> hands have gloves. gloves on. They are soft. Those, they like are soft. There is, there, is, there is moisturizer. There is sunscreen. There are gloves. 100%. That is so funny. Well, he didn't catch the fish, but they're their little boat guide did mm-hmm. and they actually caught a fish and i, I was know. I, and i was like is the guy playing up his excitement or was he not expecting this to happen peter practically threw himself off the boat because he was so excited <laughs> peter's reactions are my most about the guy thing. on the boat oh yeah no he, he was, was thrilled he was thrilled too <laughs> But then Peter literally, they both almost threw themselves off the boat. They were so excited. They started almost making out with each other because they were like, we did it. We did it. Peter's like, this girl's not cuddling with me, will you? Um, well, back at the hotel, um, Kelsey and Madison are having a con or Kelsey is having a conversation Um I believe it's with Hannah or Victoria about Madison. I forget. Was it Hannah Ann? Victoria. Hannah Ann. Excuse uh-huh. me. And this is where we find out or we start to assume that Madison is the virgin, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, you broads, you smart broads over the past couple days, I've been getting a bunch of DMs saying, like, I think Madison's the virgin. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're probably right. And here we are. And we find out at the end there's confirmation that indeed she is. I didn't really realize the extent of her Christianity. I should have known. But then I. I, yeah, I guess I should have known, duh, because of the quotes she's using and stuff on her Instagram when she was with the mission trip stuff and all that. But then when, you know, Kelsey's using terms like she wants a spiritual leader of the home. Or Hannah Ann, yeah. Hannah Ann said spiritual leader because I'm thinking, okay. oh, Hannah Ann relates to this. Probably. No, I think Kelsey, Kelsey said something like that too. Use some kind of lingo as she, well. Yeah. Okay. She, I think she said she wants him to lead the family in faith. Okay. And okay. then I think Hannah Ann said a spiritual leader. Well, but I wondered about Kelsey's background too, because then Kelsey's talking about her dad. She's saying that her dad, when he left was saying that God was telling him to. True. So I was wondering if Kelsey also has like a religious background that maybe she has left behind. Yeah, That's, maybe. Uh, Cause yeah, maybe we'll get into that. Um, but then Kelsey, that's, yeah, that's when Kelsey says that Madison is very religious and that she respects, like Kelsey respects it, but she hasn't had a lot of conversations about the extent of her faith Mm -hmm. and what it means to her. And it could entail some deal breakers. Yeah. And then their conversation was funny about, you know, Natasha was like, you know, we all love, love people, but, uh, every time (laughs) someone goes, I'm like, hopefully the bitch doesn't come back. And I was like fully relate our inner monologue. Fully um, relate. Yeah. So in this moment too, we had another glimpse and I felt like I had it over and over and over and over again, this episode that Kelsey just confuses the shit out of me. Like she can be such a wild, hot mess. And then so mature. And like, for instance, in the way she was talking about, uh, Madison, it was not gossipy. It was respectful. It was thoughtful. I noticed once again, none of the girls seem to have issues with Kelsey really no, either. No, which is she. Yeah, she's such a confusing character to me because there's these moments of just extreme, like when she la- when she's lashed out, and then and then all of a sudden she's just so like thoughtful, and especially now I'm skipping forward, but when they do have their conversation on the date, it was like whoa, so. I'm going to hold back my analysis. Of Kelsey, okay. So okay. we started talking about her, but, but that was point, a moment where I was like, Oh, yeah. okay. 
geez, I keep forgetting that she's very like, she communicates well. And yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's very yeah. confusing to me. Well, <laughs> then the date card comes at that point as well. Yes. And, and Natasha Vamos a Explore <laughs> as read by Hannah Ann. Oh man. Well, praise me for Natasha. Thank goodness. Finally. My goodness. Thank goodness. Um back to Madison and Peter. So the night portion of their date, they're there is that moment. Cool little it dive is, bar thing. And this the music is so sexy. And Peter has got to be the worst dancer that has ever existed. He is so bad. The two of them just stuck out like sore thumbs because of him. <laughs> He's in behind that crowd. her, like throwing her fists into the air like moving too quickly for this sexy gorgeous music and he's closing his eyes he feels it with every part of his being and his body just does not let him communicate it's not his what is his mother cuban yeah he's like it's not his cuban side coming out it's what is his father swiss german or something yeah probably (laughs) no shade jess I'm like that is his Swiss German side coming out. You see me at the a club. Same thing happens you're like, to me. That on girl the dance dances floor. like a Swiss German she's like, girl. There's yeah, nothing exactly. Same for me too. It's like that girl's half Mexican. Mm, no, she's not. At this moment, she is 100 percent German, British, Irish, Scottish, whatever the fuck. A lot of harsh. <laughs> jerky movements a lot of little arm <laughs> things here and there don't really know what quite awkward move hips, this. gyrations <laughs> smoothly it's a lot of <laughs> yep um so they're sit down yes so he's hardening even though we do see that a swift hardening change. hardening in the sense of like <laughs> like he's not he hasn't gotten an erection yet today i don't think it's or underneath the, no he's got he, this this is when the squinting really starts he's starting to really in all these dates he's just like he's like maybe right. if i squint my eyes more i'll get a better picture of whether or not <laughs> he you're just here he's right so reasons. squinty and he's just so just like so tell me why I should believe you type attitude on all these dates even with madison who he is clearly obsessed with well this this, things things do take a little bit of a turn yes they do indeed so she starts bringing up and i knew it was coming you know she she started it out with you know i look up to my dad so much Uh and i was like oh this is the segue here (laughs) Here we we go go. (laughs) (laughs) so it's a hot talk about your dad Uh uh-huh which is inevitably i already know going to uh, talk about your faith so and then some of the things, you know, the way he has st- such a strong, I, I was typing direct quotes, yes. the way he has such a strong relationship with the Lord is the reason he's able to love our family so well, which was another. Th- that was the one that got me. That was the one that sent me a little bit. I'm like, okay, he has a strong relationship with, because he has a strong relationship with the Lord, he's able to love his family. Or the other way around. He's able to love her family so well because he has a strong relationship and with the Lord. Just like, how about people who are of different faiths? Not the same kind of love. not the same (laughs) i don't think you can love your family as well as madison's dad can i'm just being honest honestly my atheist friends (laughs) they don't love their kids or wives at all we're gonna get in trouble i know sorry here we go here we go right right, we're rolling we're rolling but think about what you're saying people you know this uh, you know she's saying this i'm like okay this is a problematic thing to say it could be very hurtful to certain people it's also just not true 
It's that's he, that's he doesn't love his family like he. I'm sure he loves his family. Oh, I'm a sure lot, he's an incredible father. Okay. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, and then she says, you know, faith is my entire life is kind of what that ends on. Which I was very happy that she she was super honest. She was very direct, and she was like, hey, she didn't take a she didn't sidestep. She no. was just like, hey, this is really it is everything to me. to me, and I need a spouse who's on the same page. I know. I I was I really respected that she. Which I don't know. I mean, I guess if she is really serious, I don't know why she would water it down. But she was like very serious. She was very, very direct and very direct and Mm -hmm. honest. And his face, my my stomach turned. Oh, I know. I had crazy anxiety during this part. His face turned and he welled up. His eyes became like full of tears to me. And you know what? He was going to cry. To Peter's credit, he was really honest with her back. I thought this dialogue, minus some of my own layers of projections from my upbringing, was a very communicative, honest, healthy conversation. Aside from my those little, I mean, there was a there was. It's not really a big issue, but so 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 he responds back and he goes, you know, (laughs) I mean, the first line he's like, honestly, it inspires me so much, and I'm like, all right, this is. He's not on the same page. I'm already for going off this first line. And then he goes, you know, and I do feel like my faith could be stronger. But he we've we've heard in interviews with him, though, before the season started, he talks about his about Jesus and his faith a lot. And I think when he said to her that he wants to improve and it's inspiring to him, I do believe that he means that. Now, will he actually do it? I don't know. They're they're not on the same page. No, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And I'm confident that he's going to show up at the family's house next week and be shocked because he probably thinks, oh, her family's similar to mine. We pray before dinner. We go to to church occasionally. The difference is. And he's about to get a shock. The difference is. Yes. Peter's family, they're going to have a get together. They're going to throw back a few margaritas. They're going to get their swears on. They're going to be some bad words exchanged. But also be be grateful for what the Lord has provided. And then also, you know, he's going to have sex with someone four times in the windmill and his mom, his parents are going to be laughing and clapping when that's announced. This is what, that was immediately where I was going. Now, I'm not saying that all people who claim Christianity have a problem with having sex outside of marriage, but if this, if Madison has chosen um, to save herself from marriage, I don't know. And I don't know if that's, I I don't know if she's just a virgin or if she's choosing to save herself from marriage. And I think this is going to be an interesting conversation next week. Yes. Um, Or the week after or the week after. Oh yeah. Fantasy suites. But I know I was wondering that too. Cause I'm like, um, but just, you're gonna- just me also just coming from a background of faith too. I think that I would have concerns pursuing a relationship with someone that wasn't on the same page as me. Yes. And I will say that I, especially like how I grew up, I know many people in my life who probably wouldn't because of their, their, uh, faith like standards, or I don't even know what, uh-huh. what the right word to use would be, but, um, they wouldn't have gone on this season of the bachelor be knowing that 
Peter's claim to fame was having sex a bunch of times sure, in a windmill. Now sure. they would have gone on Colton's season because Colton was the virgin going yes. in. So it was, it's surprising to me that that, that part of the conversation didn't get Which, brought up yet. You know, we're, we have obviously no judgment for her going on a season or saying that she's not a, a lesser you know, has a lesser faith because of that. But I, th- oh, I thought it was. of course not. Of course not. I'm just, I'm just interested to see how this is going to turn. Also like family, because I know that yeah. if my, my parents don't watch the bachelor, but like if they were to watch Hannah's season and then I was to go on Peter's, they'd be like, um, Oh my mom, my parents hello? would have flipped back in the day. Yeah. Hello. Like this, this is now, now what could be the case is that, is that Madison, you know, um, has, has not had sex yet, but just hasn't had sex yet and isn't necessarily like planning on waiting until marriage. But we don't know that yet because that wasn't communicated. I don't think the preview dialogue was making it seem like she's saving herself for marriage. Correct. Yes. Which I don't want to put words in her mouth, but Mm -mm. I figured it was along the, I felt like it was along the lines of like, this is something important I'm saving. Yeah. Which again, as Beck and I have talked about many times, she doesn't have to tell him anything. No, at all. No, I'm but, just interested what the family dynamics going to look like next week. No, but also she would have to tell him if she's not having sex till marriage. Yes, of course. <laughs> He'd figure that <laughs> out eventually. That's going to come up <laughs> in conversation. That's going to come up eventually, especially with Romeo over here. Yep. Exactly. Oh my God. So, um, so I, I mean, Grayson goes, <laughs> Grayson goes, I think, well, okay. So he says that and then he goes, but I feel so good about you. And I know that I'm falling in love with you. And I'm like. Good pivot. Good pivot, Pete. That's a way to redirect the conversation. I think I believed everything in this conversation. I believe everything. Like, I believe she's like, my faith is so important to me and I need a spouse. And I believe that he in this moment is like, I'm going to do my very best to be that man of God for you. I didn't get that vibe, though, from what he was saying. Really? Which is what I thought was interesting. I believe 100 percent. No, like when when. I mean, what he was saying, you know, I do feel like my faith could be stronger and I'm inspired by you. And like, I do want that. But the vibe I was getting was I actually didn't feel like he was like, I'm committed to be the man of the Lord that you want me to be. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. I think it was more like, yeah. And what Grayson said when we were watching is Gray goes, I think he's in his head is like, girl, we're going to get you out of Alabama. You're going to come move to Westlake Village and you're going to be a Hillsong Christian like me. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to work on this. We're going to work through this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not on the same page right now, but things are going to change. Like, I think they both are maybe in the back of their minds. She's like, I'm going to get him thinking, recommitted to the Lord. And he's like, she's I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna lo- it's going to, she, she's going to relax a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think they're both kind of thinking I can get the other her to person. like change her perspective a little bit. Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know, but I, I didn't get the vibe that he was like, I am committed to be the man of God. Maybe it's cause I just, I, when I think about him, he's just so like such a romantic to me that like part right. of me think, I don't think that he will be that, but I think that part of me was thinking, Oh, is he having that moment where he's like, yes, I will. Well, you know, just now having a child with someone and having conversations like, I, I I see friction coming up when, you know, just with Peter's background of her being like, I want to teach my children this about, you know, like purity and that sort of thing. Right. And he's like, what? 
Like, yeah. I don't think he quite understands, like you said, that, like, yes. I think it's going to be different when he goes to I think he's going to gonna figure hometowns. out when he walks into the house and it's like, this is a different format than I yes. imagined it was going yes. to be. This I is, thought yes. that she believed, like, we were on the same exact page, you know. Yes. So it's, that's it's what basic, I'm It's just like, honestly, like, our show. When Becca and I, even, you know, 20 minutes earlier when we're talking about being triggered by certain things faith-wise, tons of our listeners who uh, were raised Christian had very different experiences. So it's one of those things where you have two people who claim Christianity who might go by a different format of it and might surprise each other. Right. And might think that they're more on the same page than they actually are. Yeah. Which is kind of how it goes with belief systems in general. Mm -hmm. It's kind of not until you get into a relationship with someone in the real world that you start figuring out what they really think about things. Well, he's, he's falling in love with her and I believe that and I fully believe that. And I wrote down that he has fought. There's six women and he's already saying that he's falling in love with someone. Is that the earliest someone said that they're falling in love? I mean, don't know. I mean, for him to say it first is definitely different. Yeah, but like they're not even at hometown. That's what I yet. mean. And he's <laughs> saying that he's in love with someone. That's that falling also, in love. Falling in love. Right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Bachelor standards. Very Bachelor different. Standards between very different. Being in somehow. Love. You can tell everyone you're falling in love with them. But if you you're say I'm in falling. love, if you say you're in love with two people, you're, then you're, you're a jerk. Still <laughs> falling. You haven't hit in love yet, and you can still <laughs> redirect with the with yes, the wind. Yes. Oh my <laughs> as god. As you're falling. It's a very long falling process. All right. Uh, for the. Yes. Oh my goodness. It was I, it, this, that date though. I, I, I was surprised that he said that to her and so I was her. said that he was falling in love oh, with yes. her. And I'm also surprised that he said it as early as he did. And also I feel like you feel the weight of his falling in love with her throughout the rest of the date because man, he's comparing he's everyone to them yes. or to their relationship, which is good, which is, I mean, it makes it very clear that there's an obvious front runner. And I'm really interested that the dynamic for the rest of this, um, for the rest of the season Yes. I'm very interested. My theories. Theories. Mm, theories. Mm, theories. Mm, theories. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, honestly, <clears throat> I am convinced that some of these ladies are wearing some sort of secret potion that smells good and bewitches Madison Peter. Looks like she smells good. She does look like she smells good. But I feel like there's like some sort of bewitching of Peter. Maybe Victoria F is wearing something. Mm. It's bewitching Peter to fall in love with her, even though sometimes they're mean. <laughs> so um, but you know smell can do that. God, I can't tell you how many people I've accidentally fallen in love with because they smell good. And honestly, I blame Scentbird. Because Scentbird makes it so easy to get luxury designer fragrances sent right to your door, making the population smell delish, making us all fall in love with each other. Come on, Scentbird. I'm a married <laughs> woman. <laughs> yes, with Scentbird, you can have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, or Versace, Scentbird.com keeps you smelling good month after month. Scentbird has more than 600 designer brands for you to choose a perfume or cologne from each month. All you have to do is choose the prefer perfume you want and they'll send you a 30-day supply i got grayston by the way some scent burn and got him some dolce and gabbana light blue which is a classic and yes. always smells great yes well speaking of that is is dolce and gabbana light blue what nick what we got 
found out that Nick actually yes. wears <laughs> Nick Vial. That's but what this is like a fi- yeah. That's so true. I forgot about that. If you that. want your boyfriend it's to smell classic. like Nick, get Dolce and Gabbana light blue. It's a classic. It's so good. It I mean, I remember so it being around when I was in junior high, and it's, this one guy we'd always be like, "You smell so good," and he'd be like, "It's light blue." It's one of the the best scents out classic. there. Classic. Well, and I f- feel the same way because since Scentbird is making me fall in love all over the place, in my last order, I actually got some colognes for Evan too um, to try out, and it is I didn't getting going to say hot. That. Yeah. And uh, he's been smelling real good. He's been doing some Gucci, some Burberry men. So mm. our our men's are out there smelling delicious. Mm. Delicious. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. So that's only $10 for your first fragrance. You just go to scentbird.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird dot com slash chatty to sign up and use promo code chatty to try your first perfumer cologne for just 10 bucks sign on and smell amazing all right so next we have natasha's one-on-one yeah, and which, yeah well natasha immediately noticed the cement free head yes, and to he that did. i must give her credit yes, he did and um yeah, their date, <laughs> their date bummed me out because I felt like she is just so much fun. Yeah, and I also wonder if this would have gone differently had it been the first date. It, Becca, instead of right after Madison's. I am convinced if the date that they had would have happened a couple weeks ago, mm. that she would probably be a hometown date mm. because she's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And their conversation seems like, like seemed super easy and they always have seemed to have that connection but like but like he said at the end it was just said too it was late just friends no he said it was just, just friends, friends. Vibes, which i saw throughout the whole day yeah. i saw friend vibes because they were having so much fun yeah. like they, they they jive together oh my god when peter legitimately pissed himself when he recognized his favorite dessert oh yes <laughs> he's like oh my god they're just casually looking at dessert. He's like, this and is the one part of the date sc- that's not produced. And he screamed. <laughs> My grandma made that. <laughs> and then he's like draping them in a million furs and they're like covered. Oh, yeah. It was just, it was fun. But more, yeah, like more you food said, play, by the way. Do you notice that? They were biting the donut and making out? Yeah, he, Peter, likes his food play. It wasn't much better. You said no savory food play, but it wasn't much better to me with a mouthful of donuts. <laughs> I'll Just take like a mouthful of donuts up, any day over. Half chewed up food I don't <laughs> want in my sex life. Peter, his biggest turn on is to baby bird with women. He chews it up. <laughs> Mm-mm. honestly if i were to be getting glimpses of these dates and i was one of the girls getting taken to the fantasy suite i would mm-hmm. be waiting with a platter full of food for him be like i see where you're going with this sir make out friendly foods like grapes even if they're half chewed up not that gross you know yeah the skin of the grape when it's ugh, i don't know like i feel like fresh fruit is like maybe the best option probably like or any sort of sweet sauce like a like a chocolate sauce. Yeah, I'm sorry. Even that, just thinking about it being in someone's mouth and thinking about us <laughs> kissing, like much. it's just all nauseating to me. <laughs> it's more like fear factor than a date. Yeah, totally, totally. The producers are just like, <laughs> here, you chew this up, spit it out into her uh, mouth, and see how she reacts. Ooh. You take a bite of the donut, then you just kind of like into her mouth and then she's gonna do it back 
You know someone's listening to this getting turned on right now, too. God bless. <laughs> fetish haters. <laughs> We're fetish haters. Honestly, I love um, I love a fetish, but I am a little weird with my food. I like to keep it. Pl- I like to keep it in my own. You mouth. know, I support a food fetish unless it's interacting with me or unless I have to watch it on my screen. I don't want to be forced into that. Facts. <laughs> um, so back at the hotel. I do want to take note that Kelsey and Hannah Ann are having another heart to heart. Apparently they've become fast friends since champagne gate. Like, and then when also noting that when Hannah Ann skipping forward gets brought back by Peter, Uh her and Kelsey run into each other's arms squealing. I didn't even notice that they like have developed a dear friendship which is kind of fun to me they were like they were frenemy they were enemies and now they and then they became frenemies and now i think they're probably just friends and it's sweet i don't even dislike hannah ann that much anymore either neither of them really bug me that much this 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 episode like i was saying in general minus a character uh i was like everyone seems pretty cool now that they've separated the drama yep minus one obviously victoria (laughs) that goes without saying because she's always got some shit to stir up Uh, i have some things to say anyways um so yeah it it was it was are we talking about the evening portion of the date now yes with natasha um i love how he's she's always questioning him and he likes that about it about her too genuinely Mm -hmm. well when she when they start the dinner date portion i mean he is talking about how he's falling in love with madison and so he's now he's now going to use that to compare to the rest of his relationships which which i think is good i mean you're moving forward um very anticlimactic though yeah, I There's been some moments this season where there's no build up and suddenly like with the two on one yeah, last Peter week and really, then now with this dinner date. Peter really pulls the rug out from underneath occasionally. Like he's so like sensitive and then he'll be like, I hear you, I hear you, but I'm leaving you. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so we see him talking, you know, he's he says, I feel like they're we're just friends. And they're having in his interview, he's talking about too, and I so I didn't know where this was gonna go because in his interview he was saying that like I can see potential with her, but can she see potential with mm, me? Right. So I was thrown off then, you know, when he then ended it. I will say that I appreciate the fact that Peter has been saying this about each woman, that he sees potential with them, but what's important that they also see potential with sure. him. Because I feel like most bachelors just assume all the girls are obsessed with it, with <laughs> right, him right. and they never like check in with the girl. Like, are you on the same page as me? Right. They just assume they're like head like over Colton heels did in that, love. Though, a lot. Colton did do that a lot. He was one of the only other ones that I feel like yeah. was very much like, "Hey, do you like me as much as I like you?" It wasn't I just know. always Ari assumed. Did that a lot though too. Got a couple bachelors in a row who are really checking in, <laughs> really, really keeping touch and base with the women's. Um, but so, yeah, so yeah, and just like that, he's kind of just like, "And I can't give you this rose," but yeah. she knew it was coming too. You yeah, could tell. She and didn't she seem too blindsided. She didn't, but she also just God, she handled it so I know well. I really hope she has a good paradise run and doesn't get caught up in like stupid drama that they're probably going to try to pitch her way. And I hope that she has like a beautiful love story that unfolds know, and we get to too. see so much more of her me too. on the beach this summer. Yeah, because she's like Becca and I were saying last week. In comparison to a certain Victoria P, it's very evident. You can see some a lot of someone's character with their exit. And she has been 
not getting any time with him. She was having mm-hmm. to deal with all the drama. He dragged her all the way here to finally end it with her. And there was no malice. It was just like super gracious, super gracious. Gave she, him a hug. she handled the one-on-one stuff super maturely too, where she's just like, yeah, she you know, haven't been getting a one-on-one, but she wasn't throwing a fit. She nope. was just like, well, this sucks. Yeah. Gotta give major props to Natasha. Um, and then as, after he says goodbye to her, Peter is hanging over a balcony with an orchestra below him like he's an opera ghost. <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> for him to put the phantom mask over his scar. <laughs> and just be like, Night time shops. <laughs> Which Madison fits into that role pretty well. She's very Christine-ish. Mm. Mm, I like that. Now I'm turned on by their relationship. All right. <laughs> I'm still um, not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here like, and no. Grayson the whole time kept being like, she's, she's in my top three. She's the hottest one there. I'm like, shut up. Not because I don't think I, she's hot. I just I hate you. I'm just too triggered by her. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it, though, because she's in she's in my top just because of him because i just it's so apparent how no, much connection. And he, she also is a sweet girl she's yes, nice she's very nice she's very nice she's a pleasant person so mm-hmm. yeah it's just all of our own it's our own well, shit it's, but it's not the, it's not only our own shit because she says and does things without a lot of thought about what's actually the effect becca she can't help how genuine and real she is it just is always <laughs> out there Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So so next we have Kelsey's one-on-one. Um, we're, <laughs> we're seeing a lot of which, by the, the way, women's luggage this episode, which I feel like they haven't shown us that as much before. Like every time we're seeing the girl's luggage get brought up and I'm having a lot of feelings about each girl based on their I luggage. I was actually appreciating that. I really liked that. Madison's luggage. I don't know if you saw it actually. Madison's, it was pretty cute. It was very cute. Very chic. Um, I had like my aunt and uncles ripped up like luggage oh mine would have looked like absolute duct trash. tape around the handle yeah thankfully i have a cute away bag now because <laughs> they sent that which was a gift before that it was my big uh, one is still has the duct tape and this falling apart but you know gets well traveled <laughs> and what's the likelihood of it getting stolen very true looks like shit they very think true. I'm, they think i have nothing <laughs> very true so, oh this um, definitely just has dust inside of it so <laughs> <laughs> this is crap uh well, um, yes, Kelsey, I already it, it was actually kind of disappointing because because of the previews, you already know Kelsey's going to get a rose because you're showing these girls on the three on one vying for the rose in the previews. Oh, so sure, I'm already sure. doing the math and I'm going, these girls wouldn't even have to have a competitive three on one if Kelsey didn't get the rose because at that point they would be the final four. Well, you noticed those things and some of us like myself didn't. So I was like, <laughs> is he going to give it to her or no? <laughs> I was like, Kelsey's getting it. Damn it. I already know. Well, they go. I wasn't sh- I, Otherwise, I wouldn't be sure what was going to happen. True. Yeah. So well, I didn't notice. So I was so <laughs> Well, they go in ATVs and I'm like, no, Peter's like prone to hurting himself. I was surprised that he didn't injure himself in the ATV ride. Also, Kelsey said at one point, she's like, it was so sweet. He kept looking back and checking on me. And I'm like, what did you think he was going to do? Like take off and be like, eat my dust, bitch. 
Well, she was going like seven miles an hour. So on the other hand, she looked like a little dog on the front of someone's motorcycle when they showed the the camera shot. And she's just like bouncing along at a snail's pace. (laughs) Another date that I would have been like, this is probably not a great idea for me. I'm going to pull a Victoria P and say I'm going to. My, back. my back's bothering me. <laughs> I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna injure myself on oh this. Oh my god. Um and then they're on this steep ass hill. <laughs> I was thinking about you the whole time. I was like, Becca would have slammed this. She could have climbed her way to the top. What no the f- problem. Was that angles? I was like, they are about no, to fall off this hill that they're steep. laying on. What's and Peter happening? was like, We have to get to the top, and then they like make it halfway and they're He's laying like, and like this is perfect. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to be romantic, but the whole time they're just like <laughs> slowly sliding. <laughs> And then Peter's like, when when you know you ask about what I see for my future, this is why I envision. Meanwhile, Kelsey is sliding out of his arms, and she's like, "This is not what Peter I envision for my she's future." Gonna, she's uh, climbing on top of him just to help weigh him down, so the sliding is less. Had there been like a morning dew, you know, they would have just to the hospital for both of them. <laughs> but. Well, um, I appreciated her honest response when he was asking about her future is something we actually don't hear on the show very much. Normally it's like a pretty generic response of like, I can't wait to have a family. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want to make it clear that I want to work a couple days part time and, uh, and raise kids and have that balance. I thought that that was fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. And I'm like, here we go again. You remove Kelsey from like the home situation and there are some of the most logical, like, Hey, some people don't do well under pressure. You know, maybe that's it. Yeah. But we get more insight into it on the dinner date. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, Meanwhile, oh, back at home, back on the ranch, the girls are having a conversation, Victoria and Kelly. And Kelly makes a really good point about Kelsey because they were kind of questioning their their connection. And Kelsey's like, no, she's staying uh, Kelly is saying that Kelly's like, no, she's staying. He's a hopeless romantic and kind of loves Kelsey's emotional side. I was like, oh yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, obviously we know he likes emotional displays, but it's kind of beyond that. It's like his romance mm. side. Yeah. <laughs> My friend. So back to their dinner portion of the date. So this is where, um, we find out that Peter makes some comment to her about how, oh, like today was actually really fun. No drama or like whatever. I know shade. It was shady. And she was like, well, I'm not always like this. And that's when we find out that Peter wants equal fun and drama in his yes. relationship. I'm like, this is a tough sell kid. <laughs> it's a tough You're asking one. a lot. This is a high ask <laughs> because you know, you want a woman who's super emotional. That's great. Love an emotional woman. She may not always be down to be sliding down a mountain with you. Sure. You know, giggling it's all true. the time. It's, okay. it's really true. Um, and you know, okay. So then she starts talking about her family. Yes. And I always give people shit about like breaking out the sob story thing. Mm -hmm. She was so like really vulnerable Yep. because the things she was talking about weren't necessarily like flatter. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it's not exactly like the thing of like she didn't bring up a like quote unquote sob story to make him feel bad for her. She literally was preparing him for the situation that's going on with her family Mm -hmm. and, and made sure that there were no 
ways in which he could show up and he'd be like, were you being dishonest to me? Or even potentially creating drama like with her family of like, you know, if Peter didn't know that her mom didn't know that she had been talking to her dad. And it just felt like such a real, Mm -hmm. like relatable, Mm -hmm. just she really, I felt like it's one thing to talk about like bad things that have happened to you. And I just I know this from personal experience as well, but it's another to open your heart and be yeah. like, look, this is just where I'm at. And this is where we're at. And my family's at, and this is just kind of what's happening. I thought, so the whole story basically that she talked to him about is that, um, they're going, you know, he was asking about like potentially meeting her family next week. And, um, she, you know, reminds him that her parents were split up when she was in seventh grade. Thank God he remembers. Seriously. Um, and, uh, then she talks about how her dad reached out to her shortly after she won Miss Iowa. Cause for, they didn't talk for 10 years, for 10 years. And then he reached out to her and she said there were some red flags when he was saying that God told him to leave her family yeah. and all that, that you were talking about. Um, and then she talks about how she then years later started seeing her dad again, following when she was in Chile. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to make this clear because we've kind of given other people shit being like being triggered doesn't mean you can like treat people badly. Now I want to make this clear. I was about to say, I'm sure Kelsey was very easily triggered when she was in Chile. Like she had had a really difficult time last time she was there and it was right before the stuff with her dad. However, Kelsey's emotional displays, um, like we talked about, like weren't really affecting anyone. Like uh, when Tammy she, was letting when it she was affect like her, sitting by yes, herself, crying, crying, looking out into like the distance. Yes, yes. and so I'm going to say, mm-hmm. like, I think it was highly likely likely that Kelsey was being triggered in that scenario. And the reason I'm kind of giving her that is because she wasn't hurting anyone nope. and she wasn't affecting anyone. So I just want to make that clear before people are like, but the other were triggered and no it was she was sitting by herself crying she, she was having a hard time badly nope she wasn't she wasn't going to peter and being like i'm gonna stir up some shit and no, she was very emotional mm-hmm. and it kind of makes sense as she's talking about this i'm like yeah i could see how maybe even just being in being the same there. country could yeah. be bring back a lot of emotions of course of course uh, and uh but then she starts talking about how when she did go back and start Um, seeing her dad and they started to have a relationship she then gives peter the warning that her mom does not know that she has a relationship with her dad her sisters know but her mom doesn't she doesn't want outside influences to dictate her relationship with her father and i do want to say this um i thought this was a really important moment and i'm very interested to see what's going to happen next week um if it gets brought up uh in, in her hometown at her hometown date but as someone who has gone through a divorce with parents and it having a tumultuous situation for a while and each side talking shit on the other. I felt like this was a really important moment for kids whose parents have split to be like, it's so the fact that she hasn't communicated with her mom that she um, has a relationship with her dad. I don't know if people are going to be like, that's not on this is her own relationship and they can be separate in this mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Kelsey has the right, though it is her mother has the right to maintain totally agree. this 
relationship quietly with her with her dad yes and it's on her own time yeah completely agree i didn't even think about how some people might have an issue i feel like there might be some people who do because they're like oh she's not being honest with her mom and what's that saying about her and blah 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 and i'm just saying from the perspective of someone Mm. who has gone through um a, a divorce where the parents for a long time had an issue with each other you have to protect yourself first and foremost and make sure that um you you're not letting other people influence your relationship with a a family member yeah and And sometimes that means you know not going back and and telling the 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 other parent all about the other one and your relationship with them and that might look like you know because obviously that's considering the story that he just bailed one day Mm -hmm. that how how, like how hard is that on her mom and 100 percent. i just wanted to say that for her yeah and i think that's that's a great point to bring up and i also at first was a little bit hesitant because i was like well you're talking about it on the show right now so she's gonna find out i know but 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 she said that she wanted to tell her mom before the show but it wasn't the right timing so clearly she has intentions to like tell her to open up to her mom about it soon yeah so she's planning on doing it yeah Yeah, no if yeah if you go on and you're like my mom doesn't know but i'm gonna talk about the show she's (laughs) obviously she knows she's gonna bring it up before the show airs or maybe in the next three months or maybe even next week yeah yeah which will be which will be an interesting dynamic but kind of hope that doesn't happen but unfortunately i I think it will be i'm sure for the show will exploit that and yeah i agree i hope it doesn't but but i just felt it was so vulnerable mm-hmm. and you know okay so i was confused i'm like why do i like kelsey but here's the thing about kelsey she is transparent even if the transparency is messy and that's what i appreciate about her because beautifully put it's kind of funny because when you get down to the final four he's got two of like the the craziest girls in the house. I couldn't think of another a better word to use. <laughs> and two of like the tamest girls in the house mm-hmm. in terms of the drama that has gone down on the show. Yeah. But the difference between Victoria F yeah. and Kelsey is Kelsey. Sure. She can have some pretty wild displays of emotion sometimes. And sure. She was a little out of place with like the hand and stuff, but she, we never see Kelsey line. We all, all see her being like just now very transparent about her family and she is an open book even if the pages don't look great. And that's what I really like about her. Victoria F on the other hand is there's a lot of more going on. But Kelsey is she's I think she's, you put it perfectly. She's there. She's yep. all out there and what you see is what you get and I think there's a real like safety and security in that is that she, she's that she's out there in the for, com- the for better or for worse i completely She's agree Kelsey. and then there was a moment after she shares this which peter is trying to compliment her and is saying you know that he thinks that it's beautiful that even though she didn't have it modeled with her parents that you know, she's not going to let that taint her relationship. And I guess somebody who's gone through divorce, I, when he's saying that you're, you know, you have these moments where you're just like, you think I'm not going to be a good potential. I have the right. potential to not be a good right. partner just because my parents made right. a mistake. But I thought the way that she handled what he was saying was so nice. She was like, I learned what I don't want through the situation. And I thought I got to give props to good Kelsey during this. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. And I know like, I, um, I have not been through divorce, but I, it's something that has really affected my family mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. many different 
like almost everyone's in, in my family's been divorced. Mm-hmm. And I know that sometimes people are very set on, I'm not going, that's not going to happen with my family and my children. And I'm going to be very deliberate about this, this, and this. And it can be really good for people. Sometimes like, yeah, like Kelsey said, she figured out what she doesn't want. And, you know, I could see maybe Kelsey being the opposite where it's like, I'm taking this shit really seriously because I saw what happened and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So good for them. Rose. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And also to just uh, uh, come back and agree with your point. I wanted to say one more thing with the whole with all of Kelsey's shit when you're talking about like the messy pages and all that, which I think is so perfect. I always go back to remembering how she handled Peter telling her about Alea. She was like the only one who, one of the only ones who, when Peter was like, Hey, I'm bringing Alea back. And she right away goes, great. I'm glad that you're uh, figuring out what you need to figure oh, out. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And everyone else lost it. Minus like Kelly and Savannah, everyone <laughs> else. I don't know. Damn. I don't remember that. When did that happen? When, when she, uh, she had her first one-on-one remember and she didn't know that Alea was oh, back and he's like yes. by the way Alea's back and she was like well I'm glad you're figuring out what you need to figure out because I'd want you to know mm-hmm. something to be said something to be said mm-hmm. can't help but like her mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay yeah three on so, one time before we talk about the three on one um you know what I imagine, B? <clears throat> In fact, I'm pretty confident about this. I imagine when Peter is abroad on these dates that Barb sends him care packages like every three days. Oh my God. She was probably that parent yes. at camp, you know, who would get, he'd get a package every day with like glow sticks and all and this cool stuff. And I was cool always stuff. like, why are my parents not I'd get, like an, I'd get like an email they'd print out from like my mom would send me an email be like, remember to, uh, to put your wet <laughs> swimsuits in a separate bag. <laughs> I'd be like, hi. <laughs> Glad we're on the same page with that. Cause uh never yeah. Nope. No care packages. Never got the cool but mom you know, in the classroom. You know Barb is filling up care packages with him for him with his favorite cookies from home, a handwritten letter, maybe the latest scarf she knit. Uh-huh. But God knows shipping packages like that are an absolute pain and dealing with the post office my god international prices oh can you believe? lord but i believe i believe that barb knows better she's she's a smart mama i bet barb uses stamps.com well because stamps.com brings all the services of the u.s post service right to your computer whether you're a small office sending invoices and online seller shipping out products, or even if you're a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, or if you're Barb, <laughs> stamps.com can help handle it all with ease. You just use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox, and it's really that simple. And you save cash. Postage rates have gone up again. Thankfully, Stamps.com eases the pain with big discounts off post office retail rates. You get some great discounted postage rates that you will not find in the post office for real. And with Stamps.com, you save five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off shipping rates. That kind of savings really adds up, especially for small businesses, let me tell you. Um, Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. And right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage 
and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. You just go to stamps.com, click on the mic at the top of the homepage and type in chatty. That's stamps.com, enter chatty. Well, Peter may have broken his face in his golf cart wine glass incident, but his pearly whites are looking spectacular. Oh, um, they always do. Always so nice. You have to wonder, as a man in his later 20s with still such nice teeth, has he used Candid's clear aligners? Is he using them right now? Is he wearing them as he's making out with these women? I mean, it's the only way. Candid's teeth aligners are clear and comfortable and and affordable. That's the big one to me. Unlike braces, Candid's clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing a thing. And Candid treatments include remote monitoring by your orthodontist throughout the treatment. And that means you get the same treatment oversight you'd get by seeing an orthodontist in person, but without inconvenient office visits and all for a fraction of the cost. Yeah, and braces are expensive. Candid cuts way down on the price and no orthodontist waiting room anxiety. Where are all my dentist phobes at? Um, Makes me nervous AF. But with Candid, I didn't have to worry about that. Your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist. And unlike other companies, Candid only works with orthodontists, never general general dentists. Um, With other remote clear aligner options, you may never hear from a doctor at all as you go throughout treatment. Uh, With Candid, not only will your treatment be designed by an experienced orthodontist, but it will also include remote monitoring by the same orthodontist throughout. So you'll never have to wonder how everything's going because your orthodontist will be able to keep an eye on your treatment from anywhere. Uh, And with Candid, the average treatment length is just six months and you'll start seeing results way before then. Learn more about Candid's process and get a complimentary 3D scan of your teeth at a Candid studio near you. So are you ready to take the first step towards straighter teeth? Because for a limited time, you can get started with $75 off by using code chatty at candidco.com slash chatty. That's candidco.com slash chatty. Use code chatty for $75 off candidco.com slash chatty code chatty. All right. So next up. Next up, by the way, was your mom like also my mom, like if it was my birthday for the class, she'd like maybe pack me a special lunch but like remember those moms that would show up at school with like 18 boxes of pizza my mom and would like do that fa- oh she would yeah my mom is um was very much like a, a giver to all the masses mm-hmm. like she loves to entertain and have a bunch of people over and she'd like provide oh, all that stuff great. that's great but like my individual lunch wasn't spectacular <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yes yes we love a performance my mom love you mom <laughs> love you mom no she's just like you know it's kind of like me sometimes now where it's all that stuff takes hindsight and i know the day of, you're i like, know oh wait fuck like, i'm not a good planner in that way at all so then i always end up feeling guilty afterwards and then for me though every once in a while i'll think of something like um two months in advance and for whatever reason i'll start planning like once in a blue moon so some some years my friends are going to get incredible <laughs> gifts and displays of affection for their birthday or Christmas and then other years nothing. I mean, honestly, we're all older now. It's how you go. It's how it goes, you know? No um so the day card is with Hannah Ann, Victoria, and Kelly. Oh. What are, okay. What what are going on with Hannah Ann's outfits? They're fine. Don't get me wrong, but I wrote made a note about her outfit too. <laughs> she always looks like she's she she always looks cute. She always looks adorable, obviously. But some of these outfits... I was very confused about the date outfit. Um, with the jeans and the sneakers, very cute. And then she had like a kind of like a clubby shirt on. 
which was very confusing to me. Like I just didn't understand what was happening, but the shirt was blue and she was nervous about the date. She was making, trying to make her eyes pop. So I think it was, she pulled out her, uh, her uh, big guns shirt being like, Hey, I got to make these baby blues gleam. I think she just always looks like she's coming out of a limited two ad or a Disney channel show. Yeah. Very Disney. Very like, yes. She needs the wand to do the ears. Yes. (laughs) 100%. It just baffles me. I want to make a comment about the date cards too. Um, why have they been like very aggressive oh, super lately? Super ominous. So it was just like Hannah Ann, Victoria, Kelly, tomorrow won't be easy. And then last week with Tammy and McKenna's, it was Tammy and McKenna, enough is enough. It's just like, why are they They're so also not very scary. creative or punny, you know? No. Sometimes they have to do with what's going to happen. They're over it. They're just like, we know this is going to be a shit show, so we're just making these ominous Prepare for the drama. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, well, they all end up at a hacienda. Yeah, we're having a lot of commentary from Kelly this episode. Well, what's really happening, by the way, is that in every preview, they're playing like the same two clips of her talking yes. so that when she actually says the things, you're already extremely annoyed by her yes. because it, they've been replaying the same two things. Right. And I think that oh, I could be wrong on this because I'm bad with the sound sometimes, but I feel like they edited uh, sound wise the clip where she says Peter is an easy, easy decision look at me I'm an attorney Hannah Ann is 23 Victoria is a hot mess uh, the part where she says I'm an attorney it sounded to me like that was added in so like I feel like it was <laughs> it's from her intro night like I'm an attorney no literally like- if it sounded like that to me I heard that Peter is an easy decision look at me Okay, but the I'm an attorney line sounded like it was She's maybe like, I'm look off. at me. I'm an attorney. It, Hannah it just, Ann's it just sounded is. a little off that I was like, this sounds a little bit like editing to Well, me. and if you're not seeing it come out of her mouth, there's a good mm-hmm. chance it's splicing. Yeah, felt kind of like that. Um, but she kept talking about how she does find Victoria and Hannah Ann to be like children. Which, you know, it's like she brought up on her date. I don't know if she's articulating it in the most flattering way in these scenes, but... You know, I I just give Kelly the credit. I get what she's saying. These girls are in a vastly different universe than she is. Yeah, she's... It's just different. She literally came on the show and was like, no, I really made a big sacrifice to come here because I have a very intense job and probably their schedules were a little more flexible. I mean, Jess, it's like this. Like, imagine if you just got with Evan and his last ex was Hannah Ann. And he was he engaged her. Wouldn't you be just be confused and be like, I'm not understanding. Yeah. yeah, no, like I wouldn't be like offended. I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's adorable. But it would just be, yeah, like Kelly was saying, is this the type of person? Because I'm not that way. Which I totally understand on the show when we have, when you see contestants. You're, you're directly being compared to yeah, these other women when, that when, are alongside if you. If I were to be looking at the rest of the, the, the women and be like, this is who you want. I'm clearly not gonna be the right fit for you i mean i would just be like like if hannah ann was grayson's immediate ex i would just be like i wouldn't like you said i wouldn't be offended i would just be like i'm not sure where there's any kind of overlap not that there has to be but this is just i don't get it right and sometimes you go for the opposite of what your past was but it's definitely because it's currently happening and you're not to mention "Mm." like we've talked about kelly's been seeing him give this preference and this throwing these lines these women who are constantly creating drama i definitely i I do understand where she's coming from yeah um well peter is visibly gulping when all three women are walking up Mm -hmm. like 
and then he like yells that he cut his bandage off before anyone could even know. Look notice. at my forehead. Yeah, it's gone. Um, but oh, they sit this, down with this wise old man, the and precious man whose his vest is probably alpaca hair for sure. I was taking note of that. <laughs> it's hilarious to me, by the way, too, how everyone, whenever there's the old person, they're like. They start getting this intense look on their face and they're like, yes, I'm writing this down. Like, let me soak up your wisdom and Honestly, knowledge. talk about fetishizing. Like, <laughs> who's to say just because you're old, you're smart. I'm sorry. The but older the, I've gotten, I haven't necessarily gained wisdom. <laughs> it's just how they do in the couples too. Like the 40, de- 40 year couples. I know. Just like, just like, oh, yes. you're old and you're married. It Tell me exactly what you did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've been together a long time, which means you must be happy, right? That's how that works. Hmm. It's so ridiculous. It just cracks me up though. Cause they all get the same look on their face when they're like, yes. Yeah. Mm. I, like it's the look Sage of, advice. you know what, it, what the look is? The look is, for the camera, I know I need to act like I care because it would be disrespectful to um, be rude to an elder and ignore what they're saying, but I don't give a shit. No, dude, it's exactly, it's exactly the face when someone's talking to me in the grocery store line and they're like 85 and they're giving me advice and on like parenting stuff. And I'm like, wow, yes, I will totally make sure to only feed her bananas and kiwis (laughs) when I'm introducing fruit. Like, yes, thank you for that. In my head, I'm like, can you stop talking to me? <laughs> My baby's pulling my hair and biting my nipple. I can't concentrate. Or you're just like, this is just bad advice. I'm not. Well, this precious man, um, definitely to me, he was talking about the property for a while, talking about his daughter getting married in the chapel. And I was getting an energy of like, well, it's his property. So the bachelor producers have to let him go on for a while. But they're kind of like, sir, can you wrap this up? It's like when you go see a wedding and the officiant is going on and it's been like 30 minutes and you're like, okay, just want to see him kiss and get married. Get back to the cake and booze. Come on. Let's do this thing. You're real cute. You're not what we're precious. here for. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Well, Hannah Ann and Peter have a moment. I cannot get over how young she looks. I know. And sometimes she looks to me like, what's that show we both watched? The Netflix one? With the wind. Such great detail. I was like, you're uh, welcome for that. Um, the one with Paul Rudd. Oh, the twin one? Yeah, yeah, the, the clone. clone one. The clone. Yes, 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 yes. So sometimes I feel like Hannah Ann is the clone of herself that murdered the real Hannah Ann and escaped. Oh, interesting theory. <laughs> that resonates with me for sure. Because it's kind of true, though, because. When you have these certain and moments with her, secret. that's who's buried under the house. It's actually the real hand. It's actually the whole family. It's the, 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 it's the clones that live in the house now. And the secret is that the real family who was maybe a little more fucked up and like, you know, all that, not, they had a little bit of grit, a little more grit. They are buried under the house because the clones have now taken over the family. Well, <laughs> this clone... We're not even just taking over. They are the family This now. clone theory is resonating with me because when she sits down with Peter, there is one breath ingested and immediately... <laughs> like, because last time Peter told clone that she needed to show more emotion or else he couldn't be with her. So now clone Hannah is like, I need to cry immediately because it's worked for everyone else. And so she immediately just... This a whole episode or this whole part portion of the date, she cried like four times. Also, she pulls out this this sweet letter thing. 
and her eyes are dotted with hearts. Shut, shut up, for real. My other theory about Hannah Ann <laughs> is that she is a very smart 14-year-old who has forged many documents to be on the show because she is a Peter Super fan, which seems probably the most realistic option. <laughs> Wait. The eyes really are, like, there's hearts on them. Wow. Oh, that made me like her, like, ten times more. Swear. I really I think, think yeah. she's a freshman or yeah, a sophomore in high sure. school who has has some family member who can forge the documents yeah. to get her on the show. She's like, guys, and watch secure this. her college education with the money oh, she's going to make off of Instagram. Oh, someone has to warn Peter. This is about to be a this is about to be problematic. No, but she's obsessed with Peter, so this is all good. She's very dedicated. She's just fourteen. <laughs> oh my god! So as long as no one finds out, yeah, you're right. I guess with fantasy suites, Were, this could become an issue. This is going to become problematic, my friend. <laughs> Hmm, Maybe 14-year-old Hannah will replace it with clone Hannah and everything will be on the up and up. The eyes with the hearts, though. I can't even believe that. I love it, too. I'm obsessed. Yeah. It just is makes me understand her aesthetic more and more. Mm-hmm. It's a real deal. Mm-hmm. Well, her, her pulling out, though, by the way, pulling out the oh, reasons yeah. that she's starting to fall in love with him. What a move for, my for queen. Peter. Perfect. You are reading him top to bottom. Grayson you know like, everything he want, wants and needs right now. Everything. Grayson was like, as someone who was just 20, like 28, if some girl pulled out a list like that, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? But what Peter immediately Peter ra- is- envelops her in one of his Dylan hugs and is just like, this means everything to now me. Now I feel secure. In now you have proven you. your worth. <laughs> Oh okay, my Kelly gosh. Now. Yes. Um, which she goes into their conversation and just immediately starts listing off reasons why their relationship is good, which was really weird to me. She definitely seems like she knows what's coming a little bit, but she's, she's got, also like overcompensating with this, like, but I think she's, confidence. I think she's pulling her version of a Hannah Ann that this is her letter getting pulled out. Okay. She's like, okay, oh. P- Peter wants me to tell him how much he means to me. So I'm going to make sure he knows how good our relationship is. And I'm going to verbalize it. Cause last week he told me I wasn't talking enough or showing enough emotion, mm-hmm. which while they're having their, their moment, by the way, Victoria F is already throwing a full blown temper tantrum mm-hmm. and saying that she's pissed off and it's annoying to be around her. Whatever. I have things. Well, and the the line of Kelly saying, just give me a rose, chop, chop, like I said, was played over about a dozen times. Yeah. So when she actually says it, you're like, wow, you really suck, even though like it's the same no. line. And what she's saying was not just like whatever. And also, like, I feel like we've seen at this point, we've seen every person crack to a certain extent. Yeah. I feel like this is our moment of seeing Kelly cracking. And to be real, it wasn't that big of a thing. No, it wasn't. Um, so if that's her cracking, she can really, you know, she can handle it. Yeah. She's, again, let's remember, she's been on the same ride as all these other people, dealing with the same drama, living in the same yes, house, she and has. she's really kept it together. So now she's irritated. Yep. Um, I give her grace for that one. Yeah, absolutely. And she didn't, yeah, she didn't really do anything. No. Just, a couple annoying out of context comments it seems but peter's just worried if she's more interested in fun being there and, and she's just like i'm like at like, what point what would give you that impression about her yeah she kept well she keeps using the word like well, we're just we're having fun together but that's her being like i'm enjoying my time with you and i'd be like bitch you think this is fun if i was kelly and he'd be like are you just here with fun? I'd be like, do you know what you, it's like dealing with all these people yeah do you think being on the bachelor as a contestant do you think i'm having fun 
don't my eyes look more traumatized to you? She's like, have you been having fun on this show? Because look at you. You have scars. You look like you're going to cry now every five 40% seconds. 40% more gray hair. Yeah. You've aged 100%. Okay, let's get to Victoria's conversation. Okay, let's talk Victoria's conversation, my friend. First of all, immediately an awkward pause. She's doing her thing. She does this every single time. Every time they ever sit down, she asks. he asks how she is, and she's always like, I'm okay. And she always looks away. Always won't make eye contact because she wants him to pursue the situation. So then after that, what does he say to her? What does he ask her? So he brings up the fact that they've been in kind of a weird spot last week and they left it off a little weird with all the drama that went down with her. And he wants to know what she makes of it. And she immediately gets so defensive and, Okay, um, I don't really know. And if you're going to use our time to talk about that. Um, and then like, it's just saying all this shit. And then it goes, I don't know if I can move forward if this keeps happening. I was like, whoa. And when she says to him, every time we're together, you're in a mood and it's frustrating. <gasps> I could not. I was like, damn, you've got balls. I mean, holy shit. Like, Let's just fast forward and look at every situation. At what point, my dear Victoria, has Peter ever been in a mood with you? Or is Peter the one chasing you crying every single episode? Yeah. Every single episode. Here's the thing. And you could see his face getting kind of pissed where he's like, oh, what he's the fuck? he's peeved. And last week I tried to give Victoria the benefit of the doubt because, hey, people make mistakes. And I wanted to be like, I see. And there's deeper reasons. And maybe. And I tried after this. I'm like, this is absolute bullshit. This this girl. No, I tried. You know what I mean? You try to see past the clouds with someone a little too. bit. You yeah, try and to you're see. Like, I can, and and like, you're like, you I can relate. Saying, yeah, I resonated it. with certain things. Like, yeah, no, I would never. This is this was insane bullshit. This was bullshittery it, to the it finest. Was, it was super childish. I mean. Super childish. Like, that is the word to describe. These are games you play when you're, like, 15 with your heart. And you're, that. and you're seeing her moments ago to the producer saying how annoying she is today. Like, I'm so annoying to be around today because I'm this way. And then knowing that you're in a pissed off mood because you're just in a pissed off mood, you go and immediately tell him he's always in a bad mood. And then when he responds and he says a, a point, he said, you know, you've given me reasons to doubt. And her face was like scary when he said that. Well, and he even, and even before he said that he was like, pet, he continued to pet her. He didn't react. And she's like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. He was so low key with her. Oh my gosh. It was, I mean, it was absurd. And then was it her that said the it's easier to lose you now line so that like yes. now I'm, I'm like this she is said bullshit. she doesn't want to get to the end and then lose you um, because it's easier not to have him in the first place which I'm like all right I guess chalk this up to your self-sabotage which obviously seems to be partially true but bad fucking attitude bad bad behavior bad taste in my mouth all around it was mm -mm. just like this is no bueno that, that immediate response where it was just like he just asked her like where are you at like the most but just just you know where are you at with this and her immediate defensive sarcastic response of like okay um i don't really know the uh, level of defensiveness was I just kept thinking about if all the rumors are true, maybe this is why the defensiveness is so out of control because if she's going in and now all of a sudden you're in 
the top four or she's thinking maybe I'm about to be in the top four hometown. And I know there's all this, I have all this baggage that people might find out about and it might go all over the internet. Part of me is almost like, are you trying to end this because you know that your dirty laundry is about to be aired and like maybe you didn't think you were going to get that far? I don't know. Because it's like her throwing these like massive temper tantrums and how defensive she is just is so reminiscent of someone who's guilty. I think it's also just her though. Like I think if she's ever getting, I don't know. I don't really know. Because there's so many layers with her because it's like she's so like childish and then so like snippy with him and then like no don't let me go like it's I just mean, this has been since day, day one one since their first date of this crying and running into the corner bullshit that she's been pulling oh, and so it's just exhausting. like so exhausting but so one of those relationships that could drag on for so long mm-hmm. like they could totally in the real we all be that- have the friend we all have the couple friend that everyone's like they need and to if break you don't up have one you're it <laughs> <laughs> where you know it's like on and off for like four years mm-hmm. in real life they could totally be that it's very true it's very true. Um, so when they're having the three girls are back together and Victoria tells Kelly that, uh, Kelly and Peter's connection is so easy and fluent and Kelly looks like she's trying not to correct her. It was one of my most favorite moments. Yeah. Except Kelly at one point said, uh, what was the word she used? Oh, I must've missed it. Oh, Kelly in the beginning said, Things are windling down, <laughs> which isn't a word. She took winding and dwindling and combined them. She said things I are do windling like that. down. I do like that combo. I mean, you know winding what she's trying and dwindling, to, to windling. You know what she's trying to say, but like, okay, attorney. Oh my god. Um, well, then Peter comes in and says that uh, that'll be it for the day. He doesn't need I don't dinner. Need a dinner. He is always very decisive. He cuts things when he's ready. My goodness, took a note from Colton. I felt like Colton did that all the time. Um, and totally. Now, now he he has the rose in his hand, and he says, "I need to talk to Victoria F." And I'm confused why they immediately think he's sending her home because he's walking away with a rose. I'm like, why are they like, "Oh, Victoria"? And then Kelly's saying, "I'm so glad he's sending Victoria home. He's being a big boy." I'm like, "Oh, Peter is not going to like that comment." (laughs) Don't Yikes! But I didn't understand why they thought that he was. They were getting rid of her. Definitely not my first thought. I was like, "Oh, he's giving her a rose." Granted, we haven't. I mean, we're seeing all the behind the scenes, but but he held the rose and dude, walked away that with was her. Just like the, and then she grabbed his arm and was like, "I don't want to go home." When he was walking with her, after like the whole scene. Mm mm. Mm mm. And then he said to her, "You know, when he gave her the rose, he said, I 'I don't mind a little crazy.'" And I'm like, boy, this isn't a little crazy. This is a lot of crazy. And well, it ain't going to be so fun when your dick's not hard for Well, her. It's, that's the thing. 
that's the thing. And the fact is when she right away is just like, we're a little crazy together. Like, you're like, oh, God. No, this is a potentially abusive relationship. Yeah, this this is is emotionally unhealthy. Yes. Unhealthy. This is like manipulation to the highest level that's happening right now. And my goodness, run for the hills. This is like both of them are going to get isolated from their friends and going to be enveloped in this dramatic world of ups and downs. You both need to cut it immediately. Um, Well, so we know she's going. We're going to see her in hometowns. And my, her hometowns look very dramatic. Doesn't even look like he maybe even meets her family. Because guess what? She took one of her little tantrums too far. Like, Or they go back to her hometown. He starts to find out some shit. No, I don't think that's it. I think that she's just like, like we see in the preview, they um, get into it again. Wow. They really are that couple. Like they when really you're out are. to dinner with friends and something, then shit's going down mm-hmm. like while you're getting drinks and you're like, oh No, we, we all know that couple. Like we all know the couple who everyone in the friend group is like, we love, we love her. We love him. They need to break up immediately. Now I don't feel like I necessarily love her, but you know what I mean? Bad news. Bad news. Bad news. Um, well, all right. Now so, Peter in front. Now he just, he, he, he removes Victoria to give her a rose. And then he gives the other one in front of both the girls, which I was like, is this forced production? Because this feels brutal. But it was also the buildup I was needing yes. for this last, uh, this last <laughs> rose. Cause he said one thing to each of them sounded like each of them were going home. I was like, who is he going to give the rose to? I knew Kelly was going home. They had yeah. built her up too much. Kind of making her look bitchy. Uh huh. She was like, they were standing around getting for sure. hometown. So he gives Hannah the rose. And the second he walks with Kelly, Hannah starts doing the robot cry. <laughs> it was, I've, it reminded me of, um, when Tom Hanks cries in movies, check out Tom's Tom Hanks crying put them side by side <laughs> which the way you're doing those kind of like an anime girl like <laughs> Ooh, <you know? laughs> um but yeah but also like kelly doesn't seem she's not crying she doesn't seem that bummed but also like but she seems irritated though well and honestly like i can see her perspective because she's look at the top four yeah look at the four girls You've got Victoria F and Kelsey who have been really in the middle of all the drama. Yeah. Like, and then you have Hannah Ann and who's the fourth person? I wonder who Wait, Hannah Ann and Madison, Madison. I wonder Madison's who fine, he, who Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, who Kelly was close with in the house. That's what I'm curious about. And I wonder when he sent that person home. I don't know. I have this feeling like it was Savannah, but maybe that's just in my mm, fantasies that they I were could close. I kind of see that. Uh, well, yeah, she's, she's so just over it. I could kind of see her being like, okay, like, I'm Yeah, not- she's like, the four left are babies. <laughs> They're little babies. <laughs> and she's like, I'm out. I'm curious if, part of me feels like Kelly won't, is one of those people who's not going to come back, like, out of her own decision. Yeah, I like, I could, I could see, see them being like, we want you on Paradise, and her being like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Over it. I still like her. I don't care that they're trying to, I don't know why they're trying to paint her as like bitchy. I know. I liked her too. Maybe they're trying to just make us finally like a couple people. Maybe like like, root for the other girls. Yeah. Because it's been so like rough the entire time that they're like, okay, we need, we need America to get behind one of these four girls. So I guess I'll take Kelsey. Like, yeah, that she's (laughs) probably the girl that I'd be like, yeah, she seems like, I don't know. Well, preview and we see that madison is indeed the virgin 
Madison is the virgin. We see we Victoria this. is indeed being crazy again. <laughs> Back to her old ways <laughs> that never left. And it looks like Hannah Ann's going to have the tough dad. Yeah. Oh, I liked what I liked his preview where he's just like, I would prefer you not say that to my daughter. Oh, we, <laughs> Becca and I live for the tough dad. I love the tough dad or the tough mom. Are you kidding me? You bring you come back with my with my kid. And after a few weeks, you're like, um, I would like to propose to them. I would be a tough mom and I would hope my Except husband remember, would be a tough some dad. Of them, like most of them usually like kind of come around, but the other one are like, I'll give you my blessing. But then sometimes remember Tasha, I think it was Tasha's dad who was like, no. And I was obsessed. Me too. <laughs> he was, he was the one who talked about microwaving the relationship, yes. I think. Oh, he was, a, he was the king. I, I, um, no, listen, I, if, if my daughter went on the show and she brought back someone and the person was like, uh, I would you, like to You would have got your boob job in those, in those My boobs weeks. would be gigantic. Like, Mom. <laughs> oh my God. How did you go from a B to an F you got so quickly? Botox, I'm just like, like- <laughs> completely different. I'm like, finally my moment to shine on the screen. But I would shut that shit down and I'd be like, I love you. Your choice is your choice. You're a grown ass woman. Am I going to give you my blessing? I mean, no, but like my daughter doesn't need I don't my blessing. I know you. I love her. I support her decision. Do I think it's dumb? Probably. <laughs> But what am I supposed to say? I'm not going to be like, yes, please take her for yourself. Like, uh, we can just see the way she looks at you. Like, no, I'm not going to say any of that bullshit. I'd be like, I've known you for 10 minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, my daughter's dumb as fuck sometimes, okay? <laughs> and I don't always trust her judgment with men. So I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. <laughs> and that's that. And that's the tea. Uh, okay. I we just real quick need to talk about theories because yes, let's here's talk the theories. thing about the okay. Some here's the thing about the arrangement of the scenes. Because so they've been showing this scene where Chris Harrison says, which I typed out. Yes. Before you do what you're about to do, uh-huh. there's something you should know. Uh-huh. And then he says something like, We all just found out, whatever. So at first I was thinking, okay, and then after that, they always cut to his mom doing the crying scene. Of course. Now, Barbara Gate. Obviously, or maybe not so obviously, Barbara Gate comes before this scene. Mm-hmm. Barbara Gate is most likely happening when his family is meeting the women. So my theory with Barbara Gate mm-hmm. is two theories. Either one, Victoria F., uh, I'm not Victoria F. Whatever the fu- Victoria, just Victoria. Yeah, it is Victoria F. Victoria, uh, like they have their weird split up thing in hometowns, and they sort of part ways, or I don't know. Okay. There's some drama with Victoria. Either okay. way, he doesn't bring her home, or they have some drama, and she leaves, or something. Something surrounding Victoria, just like you know, with their with their bullshit. Okay. nothing with like her back background or anything. Okay, just her bullshit and you know his mom being his mom she's like it's the start of a perfect love story (laughs) like i'm like oh jesus um or madison leaves because of the virginity thing yeah in in, with the top three and then you know she's saying bring her home to us because of that but then i think that the chris harrison thing is totally unrelated and i think that it is about victoria because i was i was trying to think like 
I was putting dif- different scenarios where it's like, maybe he's about to propose to Madison and she just found out her dad died or something. But with, with that's oh, why I interesting and like, like then a put, tragedy puts, and then puts the show on hold and then they don't have an ending because sure. she goes something like happens. Interesting. interesting. But, but Chris's wording before you do what you're about to do, which yeah. implies that she's about to show up, whoever she is, and that he's about to propose. Chris says, there's something you should know. It's not like he's saying, there's something we all just found out. This happened. What like, are your thoughts on, on Hannah Brown coming back? No, no. Because no, when no, he's no. asking about where's his favorite producer, if that was Hannah's producer, too. No. No, the Chris's urgency in his eyes and the way he says it's yeah. we all just found out. He wouldn't be saying that about like y- you know Chris's facial reactions and you know with Hannah he'd be like there is something you should know. Yeah, and he, he'd be sort of like dude Chris about Chris it? like is like running and he and he literally can't contain a smile because I think it's horrible news but he's horrible. so excited about the tea there, that Chris is like okay, I need to tell you something. So that's why I started thinking maybe it's horrible news about like a death or something, but his wording where he says like, before you do what you're about to do. And I don't think he'd have that facial expression if it was a tragedy. No, it's tea. It's tea. It's It's tea. Major tea. Yeah. And then that's why Peter says, this is not what I see. Cause when he said that, this is not what I need to hear right now. Again, I'm thinking like maybe a tragedy, a family issue. I think it's Victoria T for sure. (gasps) I would bet money on it. Yeah. Well, that was one of our thoughts from the very, very beginning. Of course. It's like the most obvious thing. But I don't know. But I think the bring her home to us is unrelated. Interesting piece. I also don't think the the pregnancy thing is true. I saw Peter in an interview where they were talking to him about rumors. Yeah. I don't think that there's. Yeah, I heard someone was pregnant. And I don't. And he said, he said in an interview though, but here's the thing. What? I don't think it's the Victoria thing either because he did say in an interview recently that he hasn't heard any theories that are correct yet. He's, and that is one of the biggest theories going around. And and Peter said la, like a few days ago in an interview that he's like, I haven't heard the right theory yet. Unless he's being shady. He seemed pretty like, I haven't heard it but yet. But is the Victoria thing like a really big theory? I feel like he's talking more about like theories of who he ends up with. No, the ending. I think he was talking about the ending. I still think it's Victoria T. Because I really, I I don't want to investigate this. And if someone could give us the intel on this, I really want to know. I didn't want to look up when Reality Steve was first posting about it or when he first found out. But I do feel like it was in November towards the end of filming. Yeah. When some of this stuff was starting to come forward or I'm, or I wasn't sure when the cast list initially got released, when people found out Victoria was going to be on the show, Interesting. but I don't know if someone can cross reference, like when reality Steve found out. Well, you know, who's hanging out together, who, who I saw post, um, a couple days ago or two days yesterday. I don't know. Who? Uh, Victoria P and Victoria F are like BFFs. Yeah. I mean, that seemed obvious on the show. And they're like hanging out outside, both being the villains of the season together. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Well, I cannot wait for hometowns. It's my favorite week. Actually, no fantasy suite is. Maybe hometowns. I don't know. It's a, it's a toss up. I love. Suite I is just going to be. The it's going to be uncomfortable. Drama. Like they're going to make a whole deal of it. I'm excited for the hometowns. I love a hometown date. Me too. Mm-hmm. Now my. Uh, bladder's about to bust. I have to pee so bad. (laughs) So we'll chat soon, broads. We will chat soon. Bye.